kids will adapt. For them, this hmm. is normal. For us, hmm. it is our normal. And we are hmm. the ones panicking and worrying and, you know, being anxious and we're transferring this anxiety onto them. I think we need to just trust and hope, faith, and just uh, think that this too will pass. Otherwise, if we're going to transfer all our anxiety to them, it's not going to be very nice. My guest tonight is Kiran Manral, who is an Indian author. She's based in Mumbai. She published her first novel, The Reluctant Detective, in 2011. Karmic Kids, her first non-fiction work, is an introduction to parenting based on her own experience of raising a son. It's just yesterday my son came up to me and he said, will it ever get okay? And that scared me because I said, why Why is he not sure that a vaccine will come out, that, you know, things will open up, we'll go back to normal. They've been reading stuff. They've been uh, listening to news. They've been seeing stuff. They've been researching stuff. So they are anxious as well. We, I think we need to really cut down our anxiety and try not to. But there's also, you know, because they're spending so much time online and there's a lot of misinformation mm -hmm. and disinformation out there. What sort of, you know, psychological impact, uh, you know, what they're reading is having on them? Like, what? Uh, how do we deal with that? What I do and what I think works for me is by having conversations mm -hmm. and to, you know, take the conversation straight on and it, uh, address whatever fears they have to the best of one's knowledge. And it's okay to say that I don't have all the answers right now, but I can, you know, Google up or ask experts or try and get you answers to something that you may be worried about and you may not know. Uh, and I may not know, but uh, try to get the facts out there. Let's discuss, you know, what is the status on the research for the vaccine? Is there hope? How soon can we have a vaccine? If we don't get a vaccine, uh, let's talk to them. I, I think kids are very sensible and if you know you they have all their facts in place, they can make informed decisions and they can decide for themselves what will happen. And um, Kiran, you know, there's one thing, I mean, uh, for would we talk about working mothers in India, there are mm. various groups of working mothers, right? I mean, like some mothers have a lot of help. Some mothers don't have any help at all. Some are mm. privileged, you know, some can um, afford um, help. Some women who could afford help, but, you know, the help is not being, you know, able to come now. Uh, so, so you know, the, the, the degree of uh, how hard it was to balance life and work uh, differed from, you know, one mother to another mother. But now I think, you know, every mother is at home and they are uh, required to do um, all of this, you know, looking after food and cooking and while also trying to get some work done. And how, how do you, uh, I mean, how do you look at that? Like there is sort of an uniformity suddenly. It's been a good learning lesson for me. I don't work full time anymore. I'm just, uh, I do projects now. I, uh, I sort of uh, gave up full time work a little while ago. Uh, so there is work, so to speak, but it isn't uh, work that requires to be done every day. It's work I can do at my own pace and time. So I'm privileged also in that, you know, Nilanjana, mm -hmm. yeah, sure. yeah. there is uh, no pressure of, you know, Zoom being available for Zoom meetings uh, along with an entire team. There is no pressure to deliver uh, specific things on specific days. There's no day-to-day -day pressure on me per se, but I know mm -hmm. mothers who are struggling because suddenly the boundaries between work-life balance have 
blur completely mm-hmm. and work from home has meant so much more than you know just uh, they're putting in much more work than they were actually putting in at office with the fact that you know you have to be spending time in closed in a closed space with all with your family members it's a weekly podcast where you can listen to fellow mothers and how they're coping with this covid-19 pandemic there's a lot of anxiety around things like you know what happens next they've got to be working from home they're still probably doing all of the meal preparation and things and helping their children to study this pandemic is going to take a huge toll on women i'm constantly overwhelmed um, in a single day i'm interrupted at least 20 times an hour the constant demand on your time the constant demand on uh, at the end of the day i am the glue that holds my family together i really was pampered and privileged to the extent that i didn't know much of what where the things were in my kitchen and where the spices were kept and stuff like that and so mm-hmm. now it's been you know now that the cook is not coming in mm-hmm. it's been a learning experience for me as well so uh, in that sense the challenge has been there the challenge has been there to uh, to change my routine my writing routine mm-hmm. and around uh, the needs of the household and needs mm-hmm. of you know, actually keeping the domestic stuff flowing how uh, it's not been so much of a struggle per se the struggle has been for me to get used to doing the domestic stuff mm-hmm. <laughs> because i i did absolutely nothing before so that has been the primary struggle and after i think the point in time after i think the first uh, you uh, 15 days of lockdown or so one fell into a routine and one realized you know the chores that one had to do the chores that were allotted uh, the tasks that would be done and uh, now it's uh, bouncing along the smoothly that would <laughs> <laughs> and uh, how are you planning your days now i don't plan my days at all because every mm-hmm. day is different uh, in the sense yes you're stuck at home and every day is the same but mm-hmm. uh, in terms of deliverables there are different deliverables work wise every day so one day it might be in a column one day i may just be sitting and working on a project one day uh, i may be doing terrible uh, research uh, listening to focus group discussions and stuff some days mm-hmm. i may be you know working on a commission book some day i may just be trying to get some ideas together so that way work wise everything is different so i am fitting in my work in between domestic chores right now to be mm-hmm. honest and i'm not pressurizing mm-hmm. myself to be productive to learn a new skill to start making wonderful dishes or to learn a new language <laughs> or you know a lot of things i'm feeling terribly inadequate because people are doing all sorts of wonderful things <laughs> i see on social media uh, what what have you been missing the most you know during this quite prolonged lockdown alone time i think all of us like no matter how much we love our families all need some alone time so uh, i think that is something that one misses but you know we make up i make up for it i go and sit down in a little corner in the living room and read whatever i want to read so that's there what i have been missing is also going out you know with the family and just something as simple as going out for a family lunch to a restaurant that seems so far away and so distant a memory meeting my mom i haven't met my mom in months now so now i'm really missing her hmm. so these are little things one never really thought about back then but and took so much for granted but now they seem like uh, we don't know when it's going to happen <laughs> the 
before all of this, uh, you know, like we were very productive and <clears throat> sort of, you know, we were always trying to uh, make um, every hour of the day count. Did you ever feel like that? I think I was trying to do too much and mm -hmm. I was pushing myself towards burnout, which was really not required because uh, at the end of the day, I think one should really step back and look at what makes you happy and do the things that makes you happy, make you happy. And uh, have you had any bad days as yet? I mean, days when you think that, you know, what, how do <laughs> I sort, how, what, how, how do I, incomplete thoughts? Huh. I mean, days and it's just overwhelmed me. I mean, I can't believe the number of vessels that come out of our house when we are cooking food. <laughs> and and the amount of food. amount of food people eat. It doesn't feel like so much food when you make it, but when you're doing the vessels, it's like exactly. a mountain and it just buries you under it. Mm. Mm -hmm. and just finished, mm -hmm. you know, the floor has just been done and then again five minutes later, like the dust balls all over the place and what is happening out here? There's it's total <laughs> conspiracy against you. <laughs> Those are the days it's like you feel like, oh God, you know, after two days, the dust levels will just be the same. Just let it be. Yeah. yeah. The third day you think, oh God, no, 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 this can't be done. So you get back to normal programming. So there are days where you feel like let it just be. It doesn't, you know, you just indulge yourself. You don't have to do anything today. And let's keep work on the back burner and just chill. And I think it's okay to let oneself uh, enjoy that day or give in to that mood. And self-care is very important. A lot of us keep pushing ourselves to do, to do, to do. And somewhere along the way, what we feel like and what our emotions and our anxieties are get put on the back burner. And this can all build up. So I think when you're feeling a little low, acknowledge the fact that you're feeling low. Give yourself the space and the wherewithal uh, to, you know, cocoon yourself, to insulate yourself, to heal yourself, so to speak. And uh, it's okay. Everybody, you all have our good days and our bad days. And these days are different days. These are days we have never lived in all our lives. Our parents have never lived in all their mm -hmm. lives. Just, you know, sort of feel, you know, be protective of ourselves and those we love through it all. I mean, we are in the middle of a pandemic, you know, there are so many things that will change, you know, even post the crisis and uh, to worry about, you know, how things were or, you know, I mean, it's kind of. Uh, we, we can't change uh, what we're going through. There's nothing you can do. You have to go through a storm and the person you will emerge on the other side of the storm will not be the same person who went into the storm. So that is going to happen. And we just have to accept the fact that we will be changed. Our lives will be changed. The circumstances will be changed. We will emerge into a very different kind of a world from which uh, from the beginning of this pandemic breaking out. Hopefully not too different. Uh, fingers crossed if we can find cures. But uh, this has been... Uh, I think uh, a once in a lifetime kind of a event for all of us. And uh, yes, we will be anxious and yes, we will be wondering what kind of changes we will have to go through, how work will change, there are job losses, there are economy recessions happening. There's so much of crisis, financial crisis that's going to unfold over the next few months. And there is that fear, what is to be done? We just have to grit our teeth and go through with it. And just hope that we'll emerge 
okay at the other end of it all. <laughs> you know, I just feel like every time I want to plan something, I'm like, oh, but what's the point? And then I uh, tell myself that that's a great thing that I don't actually have to plan. I mean, we keep saying take each day as it comes, but we actually did just the opposite. Absolutely. We are doing that now. Absolutely. I think take each day as it comes is a beautiful piece of advice to give oneself. And I, I'm really glad that, you know, you brought this up because in a pandemic, in a situation like this, it seems pointless to plan forward. And, you know, uh, by planning forward and by looking forward and by being so focused on the future, I think a lot of us gave up on our present. We're in a place of privilege. There's a roof over one's head. There's food on the table. You know, uh, people are in such dire situations. So I think I should count my blessings. It's a wonderful learning lesson for all of us that, you know, live in the moment, do what's best for you. <laughs> it's time to say goodbye now. I will be back again next week with another guest. Till next week, stay well, stay safe everyone.